Hey guys, hope everyone's doing good. Um, apologies, I haven't um, done a podcast in a few days. Um, I was in, I think the last one I did was questions, which would have been Sunday or Monday. Um, Wednesday, I went to Under Armour headquarters and basically the shoe department um, looking at uh, my own running technique and form um, and why potentially I might have had a few issues in some shoes um, around ankle, etc., etc. You know, I, I know I had mentioned um, things like that in the past. Um, I then got back um, pretty late last night um, and I've had this... Uh, I'll go back to talk about <coughs> Under Armour in a second, but I've had this like... It's called a Shalazian. And it's a it's an eye problem that um, started probably about three months ago. Um, a little lump on the top of my eyelid. I had also noticed I'd complained to the sports doctor at Cyanide Home. I'd complained that my bottom eyelid had been like jittering, or you know, it had been like playing up a little bit, um, and just like it's almost like it was muscle spasming and. You know, I googled it at the time, and I think it can say stress and tiredness, and um, I, th- I actually think I remember buying magnesium supplements to try and see if, like, that would help it, and it didn't at all. Um, over the last week, the lump had been getting worse, and, and I don't think travel helped uh, Portland, and I woke up this morning, and I was just like, all right, I'm, I'm tired of this, and um, I called a clinic here in Flagstaff and went to the walk-in center, and um basically i have like a like i've just told you guys a shalazian if you want to google that it's absolutely it's pretty rank it's not the most fun thing in the world to have on top of your eyelid um so i went to the walk-in center this morning and um pretty much in two and a half hours time they're gonna surgically remove it um so I'm actually quite chuffed about that. I kind of want rid of it. Um, it's starting to annoy me. It's starting to affect training in a little bit. It's starting to affect training and decisions. You know, I should have went to Camp Verde this morning with the group, and you know, I had to go to the walk-in center. And um, like, you wake up in the morning, and like, you know, your eyes swell and they puff up a bit overnight. So I wake up in the morning, and you know, I've got not only have I got this big lump in my eye, but I've got like, you know, your eyes are a bit puffy in the morning anyway, and. Jeez, I, I woke up this morning, I could barely see. Um, so, yeah, it's it's frustrating, um, but at least it's going to get removed. Um, and so that that's my day. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm driving to a road loop right now because today was supposed to be something like I think I was going to do three times two miles in um, Cap Verde, which is a bit lower altitude. Um, not really back into any marathon training just yet. Did the fart like Tuesday today i'm actually just going to do six by a mile or i'm going to aim for like four or five i'm not going to be in the day it's it's in a rushed morning i'm about to get i'm going to call it eye surgery but it's not it, it, it's they flip your eyelid they still cut into your eyelid and remove a bit of the gunk or whatever that's messing about with your eye um but yeah, I'm not going to be strict on myself. Like if I feel like I want to call it at four or five, then I'll do that. I'm not going to push super, super hard. I'm just, like I say, this is a very relaxed morning. I just don't know how I'm going to feel after the whatever surgery operation, whatever you, operation, um, surgery, you know. So 
I think it's good that I can go and get something done. I've got like a two and a half hour gap here where, like I say, I can get something of consequence done because maybe for a couple of days, you know, I might have to take it a little bit easier. Um, <clears throat> I don't really know. The recovery time doesn't sound like it's much at all. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I need to get it sorted or these are the kind of things that then can come back and bite you in the ass um, when it comes to Houston in January or, um, you know, maybe even like Tokyo next year. Like if you don't if you don't start taking care of the body now, then it can it can certainly um, like the tooth infection. Um, you know, look how that worked out. So, um, no, I'm I'm at a nice little road loop now. Um, I'm going to I'm just going to do probably probably about two miles warm up um I, w- I would normally do about three but like i say i'm trying to be nice to myself this morning um i i don't know if like i don't know if people would go train you know eye doctor at um eight o'clock i was at the eye doctor at eight o'clock left there at nine o'clock and i've got to go back at eleven thirty. i think um <laughs> so maybe i'm not being as nice to myself as i think I'm just trying to take it a little bit easier. Um, but at the same time, I still want to get something done. That, this is a session that the group did six by a mile. It's a pretty standard session. Um, most of the group did it two weeks ago, or I think 10 days ago. Um, and I missed it because I wasn't back in Flagstaff yet. So it's a good one to get done. Um, and on that note, sometimes we forget the basic sessions which can be really useful when I thought about coming up this road loop I thought about doing like I don't know like nine miles maybe going like 540 520 five minutes and then like repeating that three times um but sometimes it's okay to just go back to like basic six by a mile you know, just get it done. Um, so that's what I'm going to do. Um, the reason I'd prefer to do the nine miler is because I know I could do it. <laughs> Six by a mile. Like, I'm just not used to pushing hard at the minute. Like, you know, I'm so used to being at that comfortable marathon effort that when I ask my body to push a bit harder and then take into account that it's 7,000 feet. Yeah, it's, it sucks. Um, so yeah, hopefully this one goes all right. And then hopefully the eye surgery or mini surgery, whatever it is, hopefully that goes all right too. But anyway, it's good to go to Under Armour. Um, it's always good to check back in with the team. It's always good to have some interesting conversations about the direction that shoes in general are going at the minute um you know at the start of every shoe conversation health should be one of the biggest priorities um whether it's your everyday training shoe racing shoe etc etc then you move from health to performance um and one of the, are we going to call it, newest developments in bootwear is recovery. 
um, you know, shoes are moving in a direction that um, I think what's happening is the shoe world has gone in a direction of performance first, health second, and recovery third. You know, a lot of people are wearing shoes at the minute and they're finding like their legs aren't as beat up after races, legs aren't as beat up after training. And so it's definitely a it's definitely a new direction. Um I think it's happened in the last four or five years. Um I'm trying to think when Adios Boost came out with air technology. You know, it's it's definitely a transition. So it's really interesting to sit and talk to Under Armour and talk to their brand team and the shoe development guys and and just come up with ideas and feedback on what could be better and what the what the market has right now. And and they know they're not stupid. They know what the market has. They know what shoes are, you know, performing well, which aren't, etc., etc. Um, I like that they include me. Um, and it sounds like they have a, a couple of cool shoes and prototypes coming out in the near future that um, I might find really useful. Um, one of the interesting parts of the conversation was that, like, <coughs> where brands are struggling is knowing where to draw the line between, <coughs> do we call it fair play, and performance-enhancing shoes, um, and that maybe three, four years ago, there was a certain, do we call it an etiquette? Um, or maybe even concrete rules, I don't know, that said, you know, a shoe cannot, like, give an advantage or blah, blah, blah. Um, so one of the interesting parts of the conversation is almost like from a development and a research point of view, you know, these guys are lost, not Under Armour, but the running community, runners, um, coaches, brands, Sakonin, Hoka, Adidas, you know, like, like when do you fucking throw a pair of wheels on the bottom of your shoes and just roller skate around the marathon? So that's been quite interesting to be involved in some of those conversations. Um, they, they did some actual testing. Um, put me in a couple of different pair of Under Armour shoes and then put me in some competitor brand shoes and took a look at different things from um, speed on the treadmill, how my biomechanics look, like how I'm landing, um, and then also some like, it's like, force plate stuff so 
you know, in different shoes, how much force are you putting through the sole of the shoe? And that data will be not necessarily interesting for me, but certainly interesting for them to see, you know, in different shoes. Um, we didn't do like your typical science project where, and I told them I would do this, where you look at like speed and heart rate values and maybe even like blood lactate, etc., etc. Um, but certainly the curiosity is if I've been getting problems with my right foot, is my, does my gait land on that right side quite heavily? And so in different shoes, is there more force going through that right lower limb? Um, so yeah, look, we might, we might get some useful data. I hope they do. Um, and like always, it's very rare and it's nice to be included in a brand like that. You know, I don't know with other companies if the athletes are as involved in the development of, like, at the end of the day, the, the goal should be good footwear. Um, sometimes it's a hard role to play. You know, a company like Under Armour sending you their products and, you know, you have to be the guy that, you know, either says, yes, that's awesome, or, you know, sometimes that's not the feedback. And that that role can be difficult. Um, not always a fun role to play, but like everything in life, the only way to make progress is sometimes to, you know, rip things apart or, you know, speak honest truths. Um, so no, it's a, it's a good thing. Um, gotta tell you, I don't feel fabulous warming up this morning. Um, I left Flagstaff, I think noon on Wednesday, got to Portland at 6 p.m. and then left Portland at 6 p.m. Thursday, got back to Flag at midnight and then went and seen the eye doctor this morning and here I am. So that's why I'm not going to be too greedy with today's session. It's just a case of getting something done. Um, but yeah, it's been a tough few days. A bit of stress involved with the eye, if I'm honest. Um, nobody wants to have issues with their eye. Um, I will be honest and say, 10 days ago I stuck a pin through it. Not my eye. My eyelid. Because I'm a stupid fucker and thought I could pop it myself. Um, yeah, that was pretty dumb. But, so don't do that. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully it all gets sorted this morning and I can move on. It's, it's kind of amazing how close Houston is getting already. Um, you know, I think it's nine weeks this Sunday and everyone knows it's going to be Christmas before we know it. And then once it's Christmas, 
I've got my four weeks to go. So, yeah, I kind of need health and um, routine and structure to get back to normal fairly quickly. Um, there's all sorts of reasons why sometimes it's tough. The average, like, 100 mile a week. And, you know, flying the Under Armour was very last minute. I told you guys I I actually flew at 11. So I was up at 6. I run them by 7.30, I think. 12-mile run. Back to the house. I had... I think 20 minutes to pack and then off I went um, and then up early Thursday morning for a run then had meetings had lab stuff to do left the Under Armour office at 4 o'clock home at midnight so like this week is going to suffer a little bit Um you know, today won't be the same miles as it would have been. Instead of doing four times two mile, I'm doing, I don't know, probably maximum six by a mile. Um, yeah, training's tough. It's, on a very serious note, the more you can simplify your life, the easier training can become. You know, if you're if you're, if you can bring, like, your to-do list down quite a bit and not be as busy all the time, it's a lot easier to structure and pencil training in. But I'm going to leave you with that. And it's not a super productive podcast, but it's just everything that's going on in the past couple of days. All right, guys, take care. Bye.